Welcome to the best idea of our podcast of all time. It's Champs in the Making, the podcast on the Moonshot Network, either on Patreon or not, where we look at every Pokemon they've ever made and say, is this one good or is this one good? Only we can know. My name is Jay, I use he and they pronouns. You may know me as a host on various shows such as this, uh, Once Missed Wonders, I was on Interstitial. I'm kind of just around, producing stuff, hustling, living the life, and I'm joined here by some lovely friends to judge some pocket monsters tonight, such as Marn. Hello, I am Marn. I use she, her pronouns. I co-host the Argonauts podcast and also more recently, Dead Teen House Party, a MTV Scream recap podcast. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. We love getting scared. Caro is also here. Hey, hey, I'm Caro. I use they, them pronouns. I've been on shows on the network, such as uh, Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends, and uh, some of the Moonshot Twitch streams. And I'm happy to be here. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And Audrey is also here. Hi, I'm Audrey. I use she, they pronouns, and I am a friend of the network. I've been on some streams. I've been a guest on a few episodes, and uh, you may know me from the two podcasts I do. I co-host Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, and Prime Cuts, a Transformers podcast. Hell yeah. P- Pot of Greed, the the number one name for a show about Yu-Gi-Oh! Audrey, I, <laughs> I want you the to know that- The name of all time. I-, I want you to know that once, many years ago, my friend Spivey and I tried to start a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, and the name of it was Pyramid Schemes, which we liked very much. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, because like kind of Pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite name we we I tried to pitch to him that he didn't like was One Eyes White Dragon, Two Eyes White Dragon, Red Eyes Black Dragon, Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> It's. I mean, it is a bit of a mouthful. I was told it was too long. I call I'm just, bullshit. I'm just thinking about the SEO stuff. Listen, mm-hmm. in my very early days, I had a podcast called Dungeons and Lesbians, an actual play podcast, and I was doing the SEO on that. Did not uh-huh. think that one through before no. we just landed on that name. Is all I will yeah, say about it, that one. SEO is not real. We only just learned about it. No, it hasn't been around long enough for people to know how it works. All right, so uh, thank you for vamping with me there while I remember to set up my 30-minute timer, a very important thing we have here. Uh, I'm going to hit go on that now as we hop into our first matchup for this lovely episode. Friends, we're looking at Helioptile versus the King's Rodent, Bidoof. I think the King's Rodent is really the um, the most accurate way that you can describe this, uh, the, this guy yeah, right here. Right? Yeah. It's Bidoof. Uh, okay. It's, it's Bidoof. It's yeah. Bidoof. He's infallible. <laughs> He's dying, Squirtle. <laughs> it's it's Bidoof, I think. I do I do like... Can I find a picture that actually demonstrates it? So Helioptile's weird little ears fan out like uh, like monitor lizard fans, and I mm-hmm. think that's a neat feature. However, Bidoof is Bidoof, and I am inclined to vote in its favor, but I would love to hear any vote to the contrary if anyone has a point to the contrary. I mean, I want I, I want to give a little shout out to Helioptile. I think you know yeah. this is a this is a cheerful little friend. Mm-hmm. He's yellow. He's got you know those big blue eyes. Um, he does. And and like you said, he's got those little flappy ears. And you've got to love a lizard that that gets startled and 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 has a little flap out sometimes. Mm-hmm. He is friend shaped. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, but Bidoof is giving me. The ugliest dog you've ever seen winning best in show. 
<laughs> you know, and the thing about that is Badoof lives its life giving you that. There is it no is, yeah. off switch mm-hmm. for that. Like, That's all it's got. And it's all it Yeah, needs. no, exactly. It's it listen, it is it is bad to look at, but its form is also impeccable at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I think among, like, the lizard Pokemon that exist out there in the world, like, Helioptile is a good one. I, I, I can't say anything bad about it. But I will say that when Legends Arceus gave me a quest to just chase Bidoof around, I felt, yeah. like, a sense of childlike joy deep in my heart. I also That's own fantastic. a... I also own a talking Bidoof plushie, so I love, I love Aww. Bidoof. What does it say? Does it, what does it tell you? Oh, when you squeeze it, it says, Bidoof. Yeah, that's some yep. Bidoof stuff right there. Bidoof would absolutely say that. <laughs> it's pointed at my screen. Um, it, It's also worth pointing out that, like, the meme of Bidoof is something that, like, Game Freak has, like, gladly doubled down on to the point where that was, th- there was that, like, animated short about Bidoof earlier this year and when Bidoof month was happening in Pokemon Go I think last year the Pokemon Go Twitter uh did a parody of R- the Rickroll song about Bidoof oh my god that's I remember real that. I think I knew that it's real folks oh wow. I mean we got we got crab rave this morning so true that, that is true we did we are we are recording this on the morning that um there, there was a recent uh, Scarlet we Pilot announcement for for listeners at home. What, what's the crab's name? Cloth. Cloth. We were given cloth this morning, and uh, there's no going back. Does Badoof go forward? Is there anything else to say here? I don't think there's it's anything Bidoof else to for say. Open Badoof chat. goes forward. Uh, I'm gonna go in the order I introduced y'all in. Marn, will you please introduce this next matchup? Yes, our next matchup is LGM versus Meryl. So this is, I feel like I'm going to make a fool of, this is going to be, I'm worried this is going to be another Mineshow moment for me. I really like LGM. Meryl's great. I like LGM and I I worry that he's not going to get a lot of love. So I would like to stand for LGM at this no, time. I, I'm with you. I, I love LGM. I love BHAM and LGM. Word, 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 word. Yeah, they're great. They're little, they're little like alien invader, like <laughs> Roswell alien Pokemon. Uh, the lights on their hands are like uh, based on what is the thing? What is the? It, it's like a certain. It's like it's like a certain type of like light frequency communication in space or something like that. I forget the actual term, but I just think that's neat. I like its big head. Uh, I I think it's just a, a funky little alien. I think it's a good alien looking Pokemon. Yeah, I, and I it, do have to agree with you there. Go ahead, it's, Audrey. Its name is for LGM, which is Little Green Man. Thank you. Yes. Okay, oh, that's what I couldn't remember. That's pretty oh, good. really? I didn't that know that. Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. Mm-hmm. I I haven't played a game that LGM's been in. <laughs> it's been a you said um, you said you said you played Black and White, right? That's what LGM's in. Oh, you're right. Sorry. It doesn't. I don't think it shows up a lot. I don't think it shows up a lot in it, and I think it's one of those ones that like shows up in one area and evolves really late. Yeah. So it might be one that you saw once and went, all right, and then like That was also past. it was also like a decade ago or more That's... because I'm old. Wait, you don't um, you mean you don't remember every Pokemon you've looked at even just once? 
<laughs> I don't. Wait, um, is there something wrong with me? I, I gotta cancel this recording and go get a doctor's <laughs> appointment. Please continue. Um, I'm sorry. My vote, my vote is still for Meryl, because to mm. really date myself here, um, Meryl is one of the um, the first instances I could think of of getting close to what would later be, I guess, an ARG, um, back when it was known as Peekaboo. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I have... Good. I don't know why I have this, like, really distinct memory, but I do. I have this really distinct memory of being, like, 10 years old and going to Hebrew school and waiting after Hebrew school in the parking lot for my <laughs> my parents to pick me up. And I would talk to, like, the other kids there about Pokemon. And I actually got, like, a guidebook from one of them for, for Red because I couldn't figure out how to get into Saffron City. And I was okay. like, and it's like, you just need to get a guy a drink. Okay, cool. I'm 10. Um, but... <laughs> um, I remember we were talking about, like, the four extra Pokemon, um, one, 151 to 154, and, and sure. the concept of Peekaboo. Um, and, mm. and you've got, like, Mer- it, uh, 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 Togepi is in there or whatever, right? Right. It was, yeah. yeah. It was, like, Togepi, Mewtwo. Um, I guess Ho-Oh. Uh, or maybe no. no, it wasn't Ho. Oh, it was uh, it was Pika Blue slash Meryl and one other. I can't remember what the other one is, but it was like this handful of ideas that in reality had just like not made it into the core game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like that was fascinating to me, and so I have like very fond memories of Meryl all the way back then. Also, Rollout was just so deadly for me when I was playing Crystal. Holy shit. Roll out uh, scarred us all back in the day. <laughs> Damn. Meryl did that. Meryl did do that. I, I do I do like Meryl a lot, I will say, to go back to it. Like, Meryl is... I When you look at, like, Gen 1 water types, there aren't a lot... Like, all, almost all of them are obviously a fish or obviously a turtle or whatever. Meryl, I feel like, is one of the early, like, really early examples of them going outside the usual kind of animal they give a certain type to, and I like that about it. Like, it's just Mm. a mouse that's water-flavored. But that's, like, for that time, that's kind of interesting. I like its big bouncy ball tail. I think that's very fun. It's it's interesting. It 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 has you know we 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 talk about shape design on this podcast sometimes, and and I you do have to appreciate the the consistency of you know you've got the round like you've got the ears, you've got the body, you've got the little the 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 nubs, the tail, the the zigzag adds a bit of dynamism there. My my initial instinct would be. You know, I'm I'm looking at both of these guys, and and my my instinct would be to lean Merrill, but I I don't know. The more I look at LGM, I'm like, there's also some really interesting shape design going on here. I mm-hmm. I think that Merrill is a good design for a water Pokemon that isn't a fish or like an aquatic animal. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 which which is worth something, right? Like that that's not nothing for sure. Yeah, like that's but that's definitely worth something. But like. I yeah I, I I think you and I are forming the same sentence in our heads, Martin. Go I, I was just gonna say, but boy, am I a sucker for when Pokemon makes really good alien designs. Yaha, uh-huh, I like mm-hmm. when Pokemon does weird shit well, uh, and that is that is something that just always gets a lot of points for me. Yeah, I think I might I might have to go LGM on this one. L- you're LGM. I'm LGM. Marn's LGM. Are Audrey? Are you the lone Meryl stan? 
I'm the lone Meryl stand, but I'm I'm also not that mad about it. Like LGM's right. a good design. M- Meryl, we we love we 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 love to see. I hope Azumarill is still on here because I I would even I also stand for Azumarill that, yeah. a little more. Either I, I'm pretty sure we killed Azuril because Azuril's a fucking nothing Pokemon. Uh, I'm uh, adds brutal video game murder sound uh, effects. I have bad news about Azumarill. <laughs> no, I've got good news about Azuril. No. <laughs> anyway, like this. LGM LGM moves on and continues to uh, to uh, 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 work its way into society. I was trying to think of like some kind of joke about it being a scroll impersonating humans. I, I can't I can't find it. Uh, Kara, it, what's our, it. There we go. Kara, what's our next matchup? Yeah, our next matchup here is Lorantis. <laughs> Up against Ralts, which, funnily enough, the two are nearly anagrams of each other. If you look at all of the different different letters between them, that's true. Can't can't spell Lorantis without Ralts. I I like both of these Pokemon a lot in different ways. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Ralts. I mean, like I I like that line a plenty. I think that like the Ralts line is a very signature like Gen three Pokemon line, Mm -hmm. right? And I think. I, I think I like Ralts because it, it's there will be times where they will make a, a three stage evolution line where it very much feels like the first form was designed to be like this is someone's stand in for you know a starter Pokemon whatever this is someone's Mudkip this is someone's Torchic M- more more than other first stage Pokemon I think Ralts definitely feels like one of those when you look at how it evolves uh, it's annoying as fuck to catch very rare. Um, only knows growl for a while, but I, I like it. It's simple. Lorantis, I think, is just like they looked at because it's a specific kind of mantis. It's an orchid mantis. Orchid mantis. Orchid mantis. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I was on the original episode for it and stood up for it. Uh, I, I, I think they just like looked at the the orchid mantis animal and went, "All right, we've got to we've got to do this thing right because it's a neat looking bug." The thing about Lorantis is. You know, Pokemon has a lot of bug, you know, poke, po- bug types, and it has a lot of grass bug types specifically. Mm. Um, but I think that what you're hitting on here, Jay, is you know this is this is riffing on you know the the conceit of the orchid mantis in a way that really every I don't know I feel like every facet of the design kind of drives that point home. It's not just okay. Here's you know, a a a praying mantis. What what does things that praying mantis do? It I don't know. It it has. I feel like all of the the visual aspects of the design are really leaning into that kind of same same direction. I agree. May may I may I tell you, Caro? And I don't know if this will help or hurt it for you. Not a bug type. Pure grass yeah. type. It's just pure grass. Yeah, which... it, it's just it's just which, which is interesting. I've never fully understood why they did that. Because it, mm-hmm. it definitely is a bug, <laughs> but but I I, I find that interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I will also say Lorantis, uh, killer totem fight in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Pokemon Sun and Moon do not get enough credit for having really good boss fights. All the totem Pokemon fights rule, and that one at the time, I remember everyone saying, this is the new Whitney's mill tank in terms of difficulty. And it's one of a very few times where that God. that has like stuck. Speaking um, of rollout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Momo. Momo, Momo, Momo. Gotta, gotta pause for Momo. Momo. 
Momo, do you like routes or do you like do you like uh, Lorantis, Momo? I don't know that she has an opinion. I like Lorantis. I think that like it's rare in the late gens for me that uh, that they do a kind of busy design like this that I actually still enjoy and like think is cohesive. But mm. I think Lorantis really works for me. It's also not a bug type. I just noticed. I went to its page. It's strictly yeah. grass. Just grass. Um, yeah. Yeah, I Lorantis really works for me, even though it has like a lot of busyness in the design. I think it's very thematically cohesive. I like its little pinstripe pants a whole lot. Yeah, can we talk Those about this outfit? Riff. It's like, yeah, it the, has a really the, good like. We got the pants. We got the vest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't she know. ate. Mm. <laughs> she ate. Um, Audrey, I want to. I want to hear from you. I think the other three of us have, have said some piece. Where are you at? Um. So. Again, haven't uh, Lorantis is another one that I, I'm not super familiar with, but I, I like her pinstripe pants for sure. Her little uh-huh. circus pants are great. Uh-huh. Um, but I really like something about the simplicity of Ralts. There's a few things about like the simplicity of Ralts's design um, that I really like. First of all, to me, it is like the sort of archetypal concept in Japan of what a psychic looks like. Which I really like. Like, you look Mm. at all... If you see, like, psychics in animes, they almost always have, like, the same sort of, like, bowl cut or at least, like, very long bangs, even when they're, like, guys. Um, I never thought about that before, but you're very correct. And also, it's it's not as obvious in its shiny form, but the two, like, things on its head look like two parts of a heart, which sort of, like, you know, represents its connection to, um, like... It's empathy and, and all that. Um, mm. And I really like the the, the lore that like Ralts has um, and sort of how it is as a companion. I have just I have just dropped a picture of Mob from Mob exactly. Psycho 100 in the chat. Yep. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I have never felt so stupid looking at a Pokemon's design for the one millionth time <laughs> as I do right now. So, you're absolutely you know, right. uh, I, I think of Mob. I think of Esper Roba from, sure. uh, from Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, like all these guys that are like, like kid, I think it's particularly kid psychics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really like the way that like Ralts sort of leans into that. And I also like, um, the power, th- uh, that, um, Ralts gave to the furry community, not Ralts <laughs> itself, but certainly we would, that, that line, <laughs> that line did a lot for the furry community. So, you know, I, um, I've seen some things. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've all we've all all seen Gardevoir. Um, uh-huh. Oh, have we ever? Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I really I I mean, this may just be because I haven't had a chance to really experience uh, Lorantis uh, in the same way, but I I I I'm Team Ralts. You make a really strong case for Ralts. Um, I yeah. So I I, I want to say one thing about each uh mar you talked about the uh like more busy newer pokemon designs thing i want to hit on that i actually think so i i my hot take is that in the last like honestly kind of from sun and moon to now not all but like a i think a higher percentage of i think pokemon's gotten better at busier designs that yes don't look like shit Mm -hmm. um just just Mm -hmm. by and large like you know even gen 4 like I, I think Diamond and Pearl has busy designs that are kind of like, 
you, you, you look at like Mothim or whatever and kind of go, wow, that's a lot of colors all happening at once. And it's something, and I think, I think Gen 5 has some problems with that too, with some Pokemon. Lorantis is busy, but like looks like it was art directed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, and that goes a long way for me. Um, so I want, I want to clap back on that. I, Routes is such a precious little fellow. The horns, the the red horns on its head, mm-hmm. uh, it uses to read emotions, I guess, which is interesting. I I've always been confused why those horns go from its head to its chest after it evolves. I don't really know what that means for it biologically. It's basically wearing a biological "my eyes are up here" shirt, except <laughs> <laughs> except. <laughs> well, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, do we want Pokedex entries? I feel like we're we're pausing a lot on this one. Do we want Pokedex entries? Would that be good? Or do people know? Do, do y'all know where you're standing? And I'm the lone holdout. I don't know where I'm standing on this one. All right, all right. Let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with some Lorantis lore. This is from the Sun and Moon Dex entries. It requires a lot of effort to maintain Lorantis's vivid coloring, but some collectors enjoy this work and treat it as their hobby. So I guess I guess I guess. If you have a Lorantis, that reads like it's talking about taxidermy, which unsettles me, but I don't think it is. I think it's just saying you got to keep your Lorantis healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then it fires beams. Oh, you know from its why? Because it's like petals. an orchid. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, cool. Love that. Uh, oh, here's here's one from Ultra Sun that uh, hits on the bug thing. For self protection, it pretends to be a bug Pokemon. Both of its arms bear keen edged petals. Uh, it slashes into its enemies. It looks like it's dancing. Its elegant appearance has led some to call it the most glamorous grass-type Pokemon. I might even be one of those people. I'd have to think about it, but I could be. The the implication here of... Rosalia exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and? But, I said but the implication said. here <laughs> of... This is a, this is, you know, it is a grass-type Pokemon. It's not, like we've said multiple times, it's not bug-type, but it yeah. looks like a bug. Makes it you know, it's it's like the reverse of an orchid mantis, where that that is a bug that pretends to be grass type. You know, for cool. for the sake of the real world. But I don't know. There's there's something compelling about that that idea of oh oh we're we're building with that design, but but riffing on it. Like I could see a Lorantis that you know l- is bug type, but looks mm-hmm. like it should be grass type. And I think yeah. the fact that they do the inverse here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Raises some some compelling, you know, biological implications in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> yeah, Boy. it's a mantis orchid rather than the other way around. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good way of putting mm-hmm. it. It's a good way of putting Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I, I like that a lot. That's great. Um, just for the sake of fairness, I do want to read some Ralts entries. Please Ralt do. Ralts senses do. the emotions. Ralts senses the emotions of. Excuse me. Ralt senses the emotions of people using the horns on its head. This Pokemon rarely appears before people, but when it does, it draws closer if it senses that the person is a positive person or has a positive disposition. Uh, most of these are just variations of it. Uses the horn on its head to sense emotions. Um, if the horns capture the warm feelings of people or Pokemon, its body warms up slightly. Uh, that's from Platinum, Black, White, Black 2, and White 2, and X and Y. Uh, they really liked that for a while. Uh, from Legends Arceus, tends to prefer people with a chipper disposition to those who are gloomy, but it has shown no discrimination with regard to age or gender. Needs more research. 
So it, it, it's a it's a, a bit of a it's an empath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is which is always I, I love I loved how Sword and Shield then brought in the uh, the Hatterene line, which is also psychic and fairy at that point, and is literally the like equivalent, but instead of sensing strong emotions, literally attacks anyone whose emotions are too strong. That's the vibe check Pokemon, but we're not here to talk about Hatterene. I don't know. I'm I'm having a tough time here. I think. If like I really like Ralts' lines design. I love Audrey what you said about the psychic thing. But I, I I I I get like I would rather stand for the rest of the line than for Ralts personally. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Like, the, the, I the mean the rest of the just, line is better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> whereas whereas the more I'm thinking about what I said about Loranis and how I think it is like a really good example of the way in which they've gotten better at busier designed Pokemon and re- reading those entries about why it's grass type, I think I'm going Lorantis. Yeah, I got. I go think Lurantis. so as well. Yeah. Damn. And and with that, the Ralts, the tiny empath, returns to the grass to share some epic feels another day. And Lorantis survives the predators who would attack if it was a bug type, but not if it's a grass type. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, they share most of the same weaknesses, so I'm not sure who it's even trying to avoid. <laughs> but Other bugs. But I'll, but mm. I'll take it. That might, that might be it. Uh, and it moves on. Hold on. I, I, I was so engrossed in the debate on that one that I forgot to check who is next. Audrey, oh. uh, can you read? Hold on. Who is our next matchup here? Yeah. Our next one. Ooh. Ooh. Our next one is Articuno versus Rotom. This might be the rest of the episode. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this it is. easily could be. This is evil. There's your Articuno. Yeah, this is. I need to get so many different forms to put in our chat here. Oh, God. Yeah, because even Articuno has two forms. It does, and I and we need to talk about Galarian Articuno and those Galarian birds in general because they're great. Yeah. Um. So, someone else go off while I'm grabbing all these images here. Um, I mean, why why pit two queens against each other? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truly. Thank you, Kara, for that. There's there's mm. the rest of our Rotoms, or some of them. There's even there, there's the 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 newer Pokedex ones, which are just a cell phone with a face. Um. Yeah. I so. I think Articuno, original Articuno, is the best looking of that trio. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. I think it's it's oh, the best easily. design, Hands right? Down. Like even just looking easily, at the art easily. of it here, like like its wings are at that like I, uh, uh, like like frozen angle, like, like it, 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 everything is at the right like sort of angular design. I love its tail. I've always thought that tail looks great. Uh, and then Galarian Articuno is not my favorite of those redesigns, but it still whips shit. Uh, it's just it's just a Cyclops bird that's mad at you, and I like that for it. Uh, that's good, actually. So here's the thing. Playing Pokemon when I was eight years old did not make me a furry, but with Articuno, <laughs> it was a close thing. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Articuno, mm-hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a handsome bird. That that's a bird who like I would I would have a lovely dinner with. Charming bird right there. Yeah, I mean she's um, she's serving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, Ser- serving tail. 
I have a sentimental attachment to Articuno because it was the only legendary Pokemon that I had in uh, Pokemon Sapphire when I played it in fourth grade. And that was because I had a friend with a copy of Leaf Green who had hacked a bunch of legendaries into his game <laughs> and Whoa. traded me with, with his, uh, oh God, his action replay, that's what they were called, uh, and traded me an Articuno. And so that was the only legendary that I ever had in my team on Sapphire Whoa. because I never actually caught Kyogre. Because <laughs> I didn't know how to get a Master Ball in that game because I was in fourth grade and it was my first Pokemon game. Um, but so just as like a Pokemon for use in the game, I have a sentimental attachment to Articuno and I think it has a great design. I am the noted legendary disrespecter on this podcast, but Articuno, mm -hmm. I like a lot. Art Articuno, I would go so far as to say, no, I wouldn't. Mewtwo looks great. Next to Mewtwo, it is the second best looking Gen 1 legendary, I think. I Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I would I would argue it. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would even argue possibly that looks better than Mewtwo. Um, I, I, I can sure. see it. I, 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 can, I think I can be bothered to see that point. Those um, two are certainly top two. Yeah. We do we do have to talk about Rotom cuz I'm still not done posting forms in the chat. <laughs> uh, there are so many different flavors of this little guy. Uh, and I love this little guy. What a great little guy. Mm -hmm. Rotom may be just like the most powerful Pokémon ever created actually. Like <laughs> you know, from a certain standpoint. Like the the sheer utility. If you get a Rotom on like a Nuzlocke, Jesus, like, what a what a, a godsend. Mm -hmm. I, it's great uh, typing, it's electric ghost, it's it's the original Rotom's a simple design. Marty, go ahead, sorry. I like Rotom, but all of the, like, tweets about, uh, like, phone Rotom being a weird little pervert have done something to my brain, I think. <laughs> now, when you say all of the tweets, is this a discourse you're seeing on a regular basis? No! just like a there were a couple meme tweets about like phone rotom being a weird little pervert about like your internet history and i was like oh, oh man i'm gonna sure. think of that every time i see rotom sure, phone sure, from sure. now on mm. <laughs> oh i just thought of another rotom i need to check i need oh, to here. <laughs> there's so there's many I yeah, do, so so we've got... Mm, go ahead. I do like rotom though rotom is an absolute beast to face competitively also Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Wash Rotom. Some of the mm -hmm. specific ones are insane. Yep. And that is a that is a great point too. Um, the yeah. So there's the five forms that they introduced in Platinum, which I I think are various stages of good. Like I, I they're all kind of whatever. I always forget the fan exists. Um, you've got those. I think I I those are things I thought were ugly at the time, but I think are great now. I like that the like electricity aura around it changes color. Uh. It just makes a lot of cool type combinations. The fan is fan flying. Is flying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The fan is flying. The fridge is ice. The the oven's fire. Um, yeah. the sun and moon Rotom decks. What a fr like that looks like a freaky little pervert. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That sure looks a certain way. Uh, with its weird panel hands, but like. That I have a weird affection for it. I like that it talks to you in those games. Mm -hmm. Um. I just want to go down this list of things I've shared here because it's so many. Then Sword and Shield. So the drone Rotom, there's this yellow drone Rotom that in gym battles, like, 
film the battle. They're they're they're, they're fil- going around to to record it. That uh, in the Pokemon Journeys anime, everyone has a fucking phone Rotom. The one I've posted in here that's black is being held by Meowth. Team Rocket has a phone Rotom Pokedex, and it's an asshole. And that is its whole purpose in the anime. So funny. that is pretty funny. That- they kind of underutilize it, but there's one point where where it's looking at something and it, it's looking at a po- uh, like sandy gas or something. And it's like this Pokemon. It also talks like this. This Pokemon swallows its victims with sand. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it does after that. And that's just all it has to say. And it's just a little asshole. Oh, so he's uh, my superintendent. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the computer Rotom, also from Sword and Shield, that's snoozing on the PC. So, point being, Rotom, extremely versatile. Do, do we think, and does this matter, is it, like, overused now? Like, are they using it too much in different things? Oh. There's actually a little bit of Uncanny Valley that I don't love with Rotom at this point, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where, again, I don't like that it talks to you, actually. <laughs> that's that's it's valid. A, sure. It's a Pokemon. It shouldn't do yeah. that. <laughs> it shouldn't do that unless it trains itself to be bipedal and how to speak <laughs> human English so it can impress a girl. Um, <laughs> but if you don't have that backstory, you've not gained the right to talk to me in, in the Queen's English. Um <laughs> Please, it's uh, the Badoof's English. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the, the the League Champs English. <laughs> um, I do also want to share uh, a cool thing about Rodom. It's based on Pulse Man, an earlier uh, Game Freak game, uh, oh. which is about like a, an electric Mega Man type of guy who looks a little bit like Rodom. Okay, yeah, I can see this visual design. You've got like the the horn. You've got the kind of pointiness. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's and really I, I even think I I want to say that even the way Rotom moves in the games like mimics how you like traverse around in Pulse Man. I might be wrong about that, but something like that. Ugh, how are we feeling here, gang? I have one other thing that I want to talk about for both of Please. them, which is naming Please. conventions. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Rotom's stupid. I don't like Rotom's naming convention. No. Um, okay. It's, it's just motor backwards. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Cobra! Oh, Arbuck! Yeah, it's Arbuck. They've done yeah. that before. Yep, it's Ekans, it's you... Arbuck, but introducing okay. new friend Motor backwards. So that's Rotom. Um, Articuno um, is the first of three legendaries, and it's fun that they use Spanish. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and new, new region is based on Spain in the upcoming games. It all comes that full circle. I know. I think I was maybe 15, if not older. When I realized that, <laughs> Uno, Uno dos tres. Uno dos tres. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I am looking at the the Pokédex entries um, for for Rotom, and I do want to just flag that for Legends Arceus, they talk about you know the heat Rotom is a strange cauldron, which is a fun way of describing an oven. Or I think oh, Rotom that is, is very fun. Uh, a form in which Rotom lurks within a misshapen wheelbarrow, and I, it's like yeah, I guess that's what the lawnmower is, but I don't know. There's just <laughs> something fun about the the environmental descriptions of yeah, Frost Rotom is is a bizarre cupboard. As a description, I didn't know you could get the different the other Rotoms in ha- in Arceus. Having not played PLA, I will say that feels a little Ancient Aliens to me. <laughs> I like it. That rules. I do think that's, that's funny. So yeah, good. I never unlocked it in in Legends, but that is very fun. 
I well, was saying that looking... derogatorily, by the way. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. See, I, I knew you were. I'm not. I, I uh, understand that. I got that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at Articuno entries just to, so we have a little bit of both. And it's a lot of a legendary bird said to appear when people are in icy mountains. It can create blizzards by freezing moisture in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, let's get the Galarian. We, we do need to talk about Galarian Articuno, which I, is, is psychic flying, right? Yeah. They do a different yes. They do a different type wheel with them where they're they're psychic. Uh Pokémon has finally embraced the psychic fighting and dark wheel, which everyone said a rare uh, a set of starter Pokémon should be like 15 years ago. <laughs> I remember being on Cerebee as a 12-year-old and hearing that. <clears throat> um so Galarian Articuno its feather-like blades are composed of psychic energy that can shear through thick iron sheets as if they were paper. Known as known as Articuno, yeah, we know, this Pokemon fires beams that can immobilize opponents as if they had been frozen solid. I'm so glad that this Pokedex entry about Articuno tells me it's known as Articuno. <laughs> I do not love the Galarian bird forms, but I do think that Articuno is probably the most like solid cohesive design out of the three of them mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. like that it has a superhero mask yes yeah I, I love the mask this is literally nightwing oh, it's nightwing so right. not everyone can wear the mask i was but i Articuno was really can. pumped when they first uh came out with the like galarian bird forms and i was like oh awesome i don't care about the other two but they made articuno look good <laughs> yeah I, I i feel that way about moltres most of all i i i Regular Moltres is like the most nothing legendary Pokemon to me, maybe, or one of them. I don't really like that bird, but Goth Moltres rips. But we're not here to talk about Goth Moltres. We're here to talk about Edgy Articuno. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm really like the Rodom stuff is catching me because I feel like Rodom has gone full circle. Like I I I think they looked at that idea. I, one we should say. Base Rodom, great. What a perfect, simple little guy. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think, I think like, they looked at that and went, hey, what's a fun idea of how to, like, iterate on some Pokemon in Gen 4 in a, in a creative way? And they did that. Like, I, like, I, I, I think, I think all of the different forms, like, it looks like a mischievous little guy who's haunting stuff just to have fun, and I like that a lot. I like when ghosts have fun. It's one of you gotta my favorite love what a ghost things. Has fun. It's it's why Ash's haunter that he gives to Sabrina in the early anime is like one of the most iconic things to me in the entire Pokemon mm-hmm, anime because mm-hmm. that's just a ghost looking to have fun. Um, but and then you have the Alolan the the Alolan Pokedex that's a Rotom. Which I, I really like in that game, but I think that is where it all goes wrong. Because now, for two more generations, for, for Sword and Shield, and now we're told in Scarlet and Violet, it's going to be a Rodom phone that is your Pokedex. Rodom is drones hovering around being a camera. Rodom is the computer you go to. I think Rodom is too many things now. I think, I think Rodom's got- a surveillance state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, it's Skynet. Yeah. Rodom is Skynet now. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> I don't like that Rodom has the internet. I don't think it should go on there. I don't think it should look at my browser history. Martin, Rodom's, it all comes full circle. Rodom's your ring doorbell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like now. A- a- app culture has app culture has taken Rodom and completely reappropriated it, and I'm not 
fucking here for it. I Rotom vote is, for Articuno. Rotom is managing your HOA. God. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the like simplistic elegance of Articuno as just one of the best OG legendaries and a really wacky fun, I think Galarian form puts it over the edge for me. Despite all the stuff Rotom's done, it is time to put Rotom the fuck to bed. I'm also yeah. doing Articuno. Fuck, Rotom is your is... bike in Sword and Shield, too? It's your, it's in your bike! It's everywhere! Sorry, it's, please proceed. I just remember It's too much that of one. a good thing, you know? Rotom, yes. Yeah. It really is, like, I think, like, you, you put it best, Jay. It's like, it the the initial conceit, like, works, and, and those, you know, you've got a range of those forms that, that do, but it really just, you know, when when it becomes ubiquitous, when, you know, it's, oh, everybody has one of these guys in their phone, you you lose some of that charm. You, you know, it's oh. like, oh, there's there's nothing special about mm-hmm. the fact that anybody can, can pull up a, you know, ghost in their phone. You know yeah. what my official stance on it is? There shouldn't be a Pokemon with a form that cannot be used in battle. Mm. Yeah, I think I agree with that. That's actually a really good point. Or either used in battle or that, like, isn't, like, at least a direct tool to you in some ways. Like, I'll stand for the Pokemon, the, the Rodom Pokedex, but nothing else. Because the Rodom yeah, Pokedex won't. at least is helping you. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I don't think that there you. should be. I don't think that there okay. should be a Pokemon that you can't use in battle. That's my official stance on it. No, that's fair. And I and I think you're right. And I'm just trying to play middle guy here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so sad. Play, Rodom, play Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> hey Rodom, play Opa Gangnam Style. <laughs> Articuno style. Da, 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 da. Everyone claps. Yeah, yeah, so is it, is it unanimous Articuno? Does anyone have any final words to say for, for Rotom? I, I like Rotom. I think I'm probably of of the four of us, maybe the one who who is the, the strongest Rotom liker, but yeah, I think my vote is still for for Articuno here. Um uh, I I just think, you know, like like we've said, it's just gotten too pervasive. Too ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe if Rotom was up against a different legendary, I would have voted for yeah. Rotom, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Articuno is just good design. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Straight yeah. and simple. And you know what? Sometimes simple like that is what you need. Articuno moves on. Wings not to be clipped by Rodom today. Friends, you are so right. That was the rest of the episode. Thank <laughs> you for joining us on another episode of Champs in the Making. Um, Wait, do we do Where Can People Find You at the end? We do. Yes. Hey, Marn, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on the internet at Corpse Survivors on Twitter. Hey, Kara, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Sea Excursion. And Audrey, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime. And I'm everywhere at Extreme Salsing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you are listening to this on the public feed, don't forget that episodes of Champs in the Making go up first on the Moonshot Podcast Network Patreon feed, where you can find a whole bunch of other stuff like Riley's Moon Reports and uh, Once Missed Wonders, which is a show where people who have not gotten around to seeing good movies get around to it. Uh, we don't know what the one... Wait, do we know what the one for September will be? Yeah, it's going to be Ghost. Thank you. It's Ghost. How could I forget Ghost? Y- you will get the most when you get that Ghost. I'm I, I'm sure that's the tagline of the movie. Wouldn't know. Haven't seen it. I'll be on that episode. You'll never look at pottery the same. <laughs>
Oh, that's good to know. That's, hey, you know what I like about that statement is that it's really clear and unambiguous and doesn't <laughs> make me worry. It's great. No, I can't believe, even if you haven't seen Ghost, I'm surprised that you don't know the yeah, scene I'm same. referring to. Uh-huh. I, I've heard uh-huh. people talk about pottery so much and I have not seen the scene, but that's okay. We didn't talk about a pottery Pokemon this episode, so I'm ending the episode. Uh, thank you, Martin. Thank you, Caro. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you, the Pokemon Company. Thank you, listener, if you're listening to this, which you are, if you are. Uh, and with that, goodbye. Bye. 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 Hello, this is Jay again. Later. It's a different day, and I'm here to read you the lovely names of the people who are currently part of the Moonshot Patreon. If you would like me to read your name or someone else to read your name, now you know how to get on it. Follow in the footsteps of people like Tandercan, Mish Stark, JWX, Nick Bolaro, Sarah McClintock! There's exclamation points before uh, or after her first and last names. Emma Shannon, Neil Heldare, Indigo, Ben Schwinn, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Poet Beasley, Jacob Bennington, DJ Wheeler, Colin Paget Arnold, Lucas, Jesse Peterson, Jenna, Afel, Veer, Tanner, Jay Harkins, Samantha Cook, Evan Jenkins, May Dark Knight, Flips MCL, Anthony Charlier, Emery, Verdegree, Maddie, Holly Loveless, Amy, Robin Long, George Colson, Griffin of the Waste, Marissa S., Hamlet Cooper, Grizzy Tron, Megan Huber, Joe DeVita, Funi Sherman, Morgan Gate Levin, Stephen Ketchum, Martin Lord, Daniel Miller, Douglas Matthews, I can't go any higher than that, Corax Alexandria, Adam Butler, A-Failsafe, My Voice Hurts Now, Jeremy Auer, Anissa Danny, Alice Kira, John Bruce, Logan Jenkins, Michael Ornelius, Becky Scott Fairley, and Colton Crow. Thank you all, thank you all, thank you all.